Hello, people, and thank you for joining me and my friends on the Game Files podcast. My name is Matthew, and I will be hosting discussions on all things dice throwing, button mashing, page turning, and screen viewing from the past, present, and future of those things that occupy our spare time. Welcome back to the Game Files podcast. I am your host, Matthew, and today we are joined by the ever-present Radis. Hello, hello. Glad to be here again, as usual. And joining us, OG Mad Marty. Good to see you guys. And today we are going to be having discussions on uh, kind of all things kaiju. Um, with the movie Godzilla vs. Kong coming out recently, uh, we felt it prudent to touch on this topic. There's definitely been a lot of influences from our childhoods, video games, uh, newer movies, older movies, the whole shebang, animes at this point. If you listen to our last podcast, there is a lot of kaiju going on in this world. And frankly, I kind of love it. It's a genre that is unique, uh, you know, giant monsters attacking the city, destroying everything. But then also your hero kaijus, although Radis and I disagree with that a little bit based on previous conversations. But it's, uh, it's a genre that is, again, is unique in the way that, you know, you have these giant monsters and, you know, whether we call them heroes or villains, they are definitely destructive in nature and leave nothing but chaos in their path. So we'll kind of get started just with the, you know, like we do here on the Game Files podcast with just the, the general questions that for general topics such as this, which we'll start with the ever-present Radis, and that is, what was your first experience with kaiju-based media? Uh, obviously, I think it's, as most of us, it's going to be Godzilla movies. I'm trying to remember, looking at the list here, trying to remember what was probably the first one I saw, and it's probably going to be Return of um, the 1984 uh, American release um, I don't remember if I saw it on TV, if it was one of those Saturday. I just, I've always remember just loving Godzilla and just the giant monster movies, just wrecking uh, cities. Toho movies were great because they're so cheesy and campy. It's a dude in a big giant rubber lizard suit tearing up a living room size mock-up of some city or hillside. During the time those movies could go from... You know, horror, not horror, but, you know, scary, uh, serious movie where everyone's like freaking out because the monsters destroying it, which King Kong gets a little bit more into that one. Or they were the campy, fun, over the top uh, colors and all of that. More of the, I want to say it was the end of the first run right before Heisei series, which, or either that or the Heisei series was the, the campy ones. Don't remember off the top of my head. It has been a, a weird Saturday for me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, just growing up watching those movies. Um, and of course, King Kong was the big American one um, that was redone. I was at mid 80s with um, drop like on the actor's name. But just remember then going to Universal Studios as a 12 year old, 13 year old kid and getting to ride the King Kong ride, which mimics that movie. And that I don't even know if I was 12. I may have been younger than that because that that ride free out because of how well that's that theme park does for theming on their on their rides so you're walking through the actual subway and you're being you know uh, evacuated out of new york because king kong is attacking so those are those are probably my earliest memories um just like i said catching those movies on a saturday morning or during the week or being able to pick out one at a, a video rental cool so Mad Marty, 
what would my, be your first experiences? My experience in this particular topic was far more sporadic and limited. Um, I mean, King Kong was something that you saw fairly, well, I would say frequently, but it's what I remembered seeing like on the local networks, you know, back in the early 80s. Uh, you know, old school black and white, maybe some color. Um, but uh, as far as like Godzilla and stuff, I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, I remember going, seeing these at the old library back in the day out by the grocery store. Uh, Crestwood House Books. It was these orange books uh, that uh, featured all the famous monster movies like uh, Dracula, Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, The Wolfman. Uh, you might have to check it out on the internet or something because these there was there was like maybe fourteen some books like uh, orange orange covers with black lettering. Kind of like and those old had, not necessarily encyclopedias, but the informational books that you'd see all on the all all in the uh, the the uprights basically. Yeah, it was it was kind of like the little golden books version of uh, monster movies back in nice. the day. And actually, I just looked it up on eBay. Some of those things are pretty petty, man. Nice. nice. I, I see them as high as like 60, 70 bucks, uh, 120 bucks. For like the individual yeah. or for the set? For the individuals. Wow. That's legit. So, and these are something that I would just, because they were loaded with pictures. So you yeah. just got to flip, flip through them. And, you know, that's how I first really got familiar with. Uh, Godzilla photos in particular. You know, I actually watched King Kong as a kid. Godzilla, not really so much. It was far more rare. Personally, I think this particular genre is underrepresented in uh, our culture, in American culture, per se. Uh, my only other real experiences early on uh, was Son of Godzilla. I remember seeing uh, pieces of that once. Um, but other than that, uh, just seeing them, seeing in old school books, and there's a couple other topics we'll talk about a little later on. But in terms of early experiences, that would be it. Yeah, actually, you see, that's unique because I, I, I feel like I remember the, not necessarily the the Godzilla side or the kaiju side of it, but I do remember the the movie monster books. I I very specifically remember those. That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't remember the color of the, the orange to it, but I do remember yeah. something with those, the classic monsters. That's kind of awesome. Um, for me personally, uh, my introduction to it was we went to – my family uh, went shopping, which, again, was almost a treat uh, with my childhood, the fact that we got to go anywhere. And we had uh, – the family had just purchased a v, our first VCR, and – uh, it's not that we went anywhere to get movies, but it was kind of like the first bargain bin of movies is kind of what it felt like to me the first time I ever saw like a a bargain bin. And we picked up two black and white movies. One of them was Terror by Night, which is a Bela Lugosi movie where he's not actually Dracula, but you think he is the entire time. And the other one was Godzilla vs. Megalon. And... I watched that movie over and over and over and over again. I mean, partially because we it was probably one of three or four movies that we had, right? But I really enjoyed it. And then with that one, you, you got a special treat because it wasn't just Godzilla versus Megalon. 
eventually Gigon gets summoned, and then Jet Jagua gets uh, gets brought into it too. So it's like a two v two, you know, uh, uh, giant monster fighting movie, which was fantastic. And then there, strangely enough, there was an underlying plot, which <laughs> to me is far superior, even in its black and white days than to anything that's come out probably in the last 10 years as far as plot goes. But there was this underlying plot with the humans trying to thwart the, what were, what were they, the Planet X? Was it, no, this one wasn't Planet X. I think it was Atlantis, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun. And I watched it over and over again. Um, and then, you know, kind of going along with, with uh, what Marty said, you know, we, yeah, the King Kong came on. I remember, I remember watching King Kong versus Godzilla and wondering why the heck could God, could King Kong beat Godzilla at all? Because just because. Um, and then the, I real then learning later on that that's the American version of it, and that in the Japanese version, Godzilla actually won, which makes way better sense to me. Um, but then again, I'm biased. And then just uh, all the other ones, like there was the night was it? It wasn't 1985. They did the one that was. They they put it on TV, but in 3D. I can't remember what the name. If it was God, it wasn't Godzilla 2000. It was way before that. Might have been Godzilla 1985. That they was that like, was that like Uncle Don's Theater or something like that. I want to say it was, but it actually you could get the 3D glasses and watch it on your, you know, four by three old school tubes, and and it it wasn't you know obviously it's not going to be 3D like we know it is today but it was just something different it was a lot of fun for the listenership out there there used to be a program on local television called uncle don's theater i think it was a local program too specific to local television station yep and they had some kind of promotion where uh if you went to a certain place grocery stores or gas stations and you bought something special you get your special pair of 3d glasses for this Big local movie event. It was like a thing. Yeah, and and <laughs> in the early eighties. Yeah, and and Uncle Don, uh, his name is, and I'm spoiler alert. Uh, his name is actually Matt, I believe Matt Swan, and he uh, went to school with my mother. So I actually have uh, his autograph and all that stuff, which is kind of funny. Uh, last I heard, and I don't believe he's still there, but he was teaching. Uh, he was actually a, a professor at um, NIU at Northern Illinois University. So. Um, nice. and had some interactions with one of our mutual friends, Mary. So, you know, it's just kind of, you know, yeah, he's part of local culture and, and I, I miss uncle Don's terror theater, but yeah, yeah. but, but moving on. Um, so, you know, we have our, you know, we obviously have our introductions to the, to the Kaiju, uh, genre. Um, and we have, you know, we're going to, again, to, to the game files podcast standards, we're going to have a lot of favorites that we talk about here and just kind of discuss those. So, um, we'll just jump into it. Um, there's not, I mean, I guess there is a lot to choose from, but let's be honest, we're probably going to choose from a few. Um, but who are your favorite kaiju monsters? Rate it. Well, mine starts off with just King Ghidorah. Uh, our discussion about villain and, and he, 99% of the kaiju out there at some point could be considered a, a hero, even if in their movie they start off by attacking a Godzilla or somebody else, but then eventually they turn to fight a, a mutual enemy with the exception of Ghidorah or King Ghidorah. He is a villain in every movie that he is in, whether he is uh, Monster Zero or Ghidorah or King Ghidorah or Mecha Ghidorah. Um, it just doesn't matter. Um, 
I don't know, just his his look for <laughs> it was different. The you know the three headed flying dragon, all gold, and just the fact that it takes multiple monsters to bring him down in the first one. It, it's it's one on one versus Godzilla, and King Ghidorah stands above him. Um, never was a big Gamera fan, um, just because talking about you know how the Heisei and all that went a little kitty. Gamera is the the kid version of Kaiju. Oh movies. yeah. Um, but like I said, just never really got into him. I did like Ultraman when I got into him a little bit later, which is technically labeled a kaiju movie yeah. or a kaiju character. Um, not so much. he's a kaiju being a you know large monster, but he does fight a lot of kaiju. Um, so I think he kind of does fall into this. Um, I also think Netflix's new anime of Ultraman does a fantastic job to reintroduce and revitalize that series. Yep. Um, just like I think Netflix is a fantastic job <sighs> with Godzilla one, two, and three, with the exception of they screw up my favorite kaiju in that series. Um, yeah, it was then, that was kind of weird. I, I'll admit. Yeah. And of course, yeah, like like Mad Marty said, King Kong is a good one. Um, he was the the Western kaiju. He was, you know, the the America's take on Godzilla, but less destructive, just as a until outside forces forces him to try to defend himself so i've, I've always really enjoyed king yeah kong as yeah well. king kong is i mean in my experience is not always the bad i mean is rarely the is i don't even know if he's ever truly evil right no because i don't even think in, even in the uh original uh 62 king kong versus godzilla japanese or american it's just another kaiju that's in there he's fighting um there's lots of just stories about why that movie even got made and but uh in all of his standard movies when he's on the island he's fine he's defending himself he's defending the island um he's even defending the girl uh and even in the new ones he's defending you know the indigenous people it's not until an american corporation removes him from that planet to display him in downtown new york as a eighth wonder of the world and he freaks out does he even become semi-destructive to yeah. humans yeah so leave it to our culture to exploit it yeah pretty much yeah, again it, it makes the humans in that one kind of the bad guy and and all the way to the fact that they then in the originals kill kong at the end of the movie spoiler yeah for a <laughs> shocker on that one <laughs> yeah so, so so marty who's your who's your favorite kaiju my favorite monster and this will be come as no surprise to you uh matthew but Gigan. I've always been a straight-up Gigan fan. Most of my familiarity with this subject stems from the NES game uh, Godzilla Monsters of Monsters. And uh, just Gigan, one tough, cool-looking monster that can really stand toe-to-toe with Godzilla. And he has such an awesome theme song, too. I actually listen to it sometimes while I'm working. That's uh, funny. But... Uh, him and his little saw blade gut, and he's got his. Uh, but yeah, he's he's more like a mechanized monster, isn't he? Um, in the in in the I th- it, later on for sure he is because he gets all kinds of upgrades. I'm not sure yeah. if he's a mecha in the beginning. I feel no, like he's more like an insect type, yeah, creature. Yeah, I guess he does have some insect traits, doesn't he? Ooh. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I think he's just. Uh, yeah, he's just got hooks to the beak, and then I think his, he does have his the, like, chest. Ability. He has the spikes that come out. 
Yeah, but they don't move. I think it's later. It may even be uh, SOS or Final Wars where they become a, a chainsaw style. Yeah. But the but the NES uh, game for Godzilla, the original anyways, I personally think is an underrated treasure. Uh, some ga- some gamers out there despise the game. And actually, Radis, you, your boy King Ghidorah is the head honcho of that, bot, of that game. Oh, yeah. And he is... Uh, He's tough. Force be reckoned with too. Yeah, especially um, especially if you throw Mothra at him. Oh god, that battle would take forever. It does take forever. <laughs> I've done it. But uh, you know, the just talking about the NES Godzilla game just real quick. No, that's okay. We're, we're we're heading there next, anyways. But uh, just the sheer length of the game, you know, it's stupid, repetitive. But for some reason, I just got to keep playing it. Uh, but uh, yeah, what about what about you, Matthew? What do you what do you stand in terms of favorites? Yeah, um, I mean, my favorite comes down to, and again, you know, it's it's going to be Godzilla, um, mostly because of my first memories of it. But I just there's something about a nuclear powered dinosaur um, because that's regardless of what any other films and things say is in the beginning, he is a nuclear powered dinosaur, and he is. I mean. He, when he's when he's the villain, which is often, um, when he's the villain, when they beat him, I feel sad because I feel like he should win and destroy the entire planet or wherever he's at because you know humanity. <laughs> but when he's the hero, which happens more often than not, I mean, man, he is a he's still. I mean, he you know he destroys half the city, but he saves the world over and over again. Whether it's from uh, you know uh, the planet uh, Planet X or like I said, I believe it's Atlantis or whatever group is trying to you know take over the Earth or destroy the Earth or or you know subjugate the population, you know Godzilla comes in and and in in the end you know even with help a lot of times it is with help come comes out victorious and whenever he does get destroyed in the movies I feel like it's cheap. Like, it's just so cheap how he goes. <laughs> it's like, oh, circumstantially, there's this giant volcano that we're going to lead him to and drop him in. You know, like, Godzilla's smarter than that. He wouldn't even go to that volcano. You can't taunt him like that. That's just my opinion. Um, but um, since we kind of already touched on video games, uh, we might as well jump right into it. You know, we've, we've touched on the uh, original NES game, which I believe it is just entitled Godzilla, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct with that? Monster of Monsters, but yes. Okay, and and I'm just gonna throw it out there. Uh, there, you can put codes in, and if you want to face all of the monsters all at once in the beginning, you just type in "destroy all monsters." Okay, that's the code. So if you have a copy of the game, put that in. It's actually harder to destroy the monsters because you're not at the full strength you would be, but it's still a lot of fun. All right, so Marty already kind of gave his take on it. Radis, I know you've played it because we've, I believe we've all played that one together at some point or, or just watched one of us play it. Yeah, I think so. It's been a while though. And honestly, just like looking at pictures here, I vaguely remember it. I think this was just kind of outside of my game selections at the time. Because mm-hmm. I know though, I played a couple later Godzilla games that the controls were not good. So I just kind of got turned off on them. So I don't know if I really ever played the NES. Um, I do know the one that you guys that for Xbox that we play at your Dist- house. Uh, just uh, save the Earth. Yeah, yep. save the Earth. 
that game's fun. Um, not the greatest game in the world, no, but it's it, not. It's, 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 it is what it's it is. It's an addictive little campy game. Yeah. Um, I just think, I don't know. I think it, with Godzilla games, those are a series of games that have always just not been appealing to me because it's based off of movies. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, 99% of movies that are based off of a movie license or movies, 99% of video games that are based on a movie license tend to not do well tend not to keep my attention or, or, or play in a way that I enjoy them. So yeah. unfortunately for me, that this is one topic that I kind of skipped around on and like, I may have touched on them, but I just, I don't have any fond memories cause I didn't really play them much. Yeah. The NES game though, had a pretty good variety, variety of, of monsters to go up against though. Oh, it sure did. And, uh, you know, I, I was kind of looking at the uh, fandom about, about planet X and it actually did have a role in the uh, Godzilla film series. Oh, yeah. And I always thought it was a, just a cool-sounding faction. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, whenever I play Star Wars Rebellion, and if I build the Death Star, I always call one of them Planet X. You know, nice. kind of weird like that. That's but, uh, you know, You know, even though it's not a universally loved game, I have a hard time finding another Godzilla game that's quite as enjoyable as that. Yeah, I mean, and and I would agree with you 100% on that. Like, God, Godzilla Save the Earth is essentially, would be, like, the to me, the next closest one. Um, just, it's it's a turn, basically a tournament fighter game. Um, to me, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, and and even even my daughter, because I just picked it up again recently, and that's that's why Radis was saying, you know, we were playing it again. Um, and my, my daughter plays it and thinks it's great, um, which is funny. She, she like as fearful as she is she likes to be scared and these monsters kind of scare when things jump around and do stuff um and she's a button masher she but she you know hey button mashing is what you do in that game a little bit it's pretty fun um but to kind of go back a little bit i remember uh playing the super nintendo version of the godzilla i believe it was called super godzilla and that one was a train wreck of a game but again because it's godzilla i played it I, I really enjoyed it. The combat system in it is awful. The, the the point of the game is awful. Everything about the game is awful, but it's Godzilla. So it, it, to me, it was satisfying whenever I would you know beat another monster. Um, but it, in in general, that one was terribly bad in almost every single way. <laughs> Just like Raidus says. Back to why I didn't play him. Yeah. yeah, and and we were right before we started this podcast, we were looking, and there apparently is a, a PS4 game that may or may not be only available in Japan, as far as we could tell. Uh, but it's got was it Godzilla versus? Is that what it's? Yep. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Godzilla versus, and uh, the cheapest one that I found was one hundred and eighty three dollars. But the, but it looks amazing, and I really want it, and I'm not going to spend that kind of money on it. So if anybody for some reason has a copy of it that would like to lend it to me so I could play this thing, I'd love to because it looks really good. Or, you know, hey, the creators of the game, I know you're listening because, you know, we're talking about Kaijus. Put it out in America. Put it out on, like, a greatest hits list even though it didn't sell that much so I could buy it for 20 bucks. Again, it's always (laughs) been a little tough, tough to understand why, you know, this Kaijus don't have a bigger presence in American culture, you know, in Japanese culture, they just eat this stuff up and you'll see subtle influences from time to time, 
whether it be like the game Rampage. I don't know if you guys oh, are. Oh, Rampage is so fun. I was going to bring it up. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, it's like you got your King Kong and Godzilla style monster there. <laughs> and uh, tech, uh, look at Power Rangers. You oh, know, yeah. there's all kinds of little subtle tints uh, towards that genre of, of movie and uh, entertainment. I mean, they got those terrible-looking miniatures of uh, Angel Grove or whatever. Yeah, getting destroyed. <laughs> but again, also realize that that is also a Japanese TV show that they converted for American audiences. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it actually kind of makes it kind of special. Yeah. You know, because if it wasn't for that, uh, I remember seeing some document, documentaries on it. They're like, hey, there's nothing like this out in the, in the United States. And they thought it was going to be a real good... Uh, style of program for american children audiences and yeah that one was a home run oh it, I mean, yeah it was i i mean we were a little older a, like a little older uh to totally enjoy it to its fullest but i mean I, I think i was like 13 or 14 when it came out i still watched it i still thought it was a lot of fun i mean you know and then of course it had kimberly and i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> But it also had Dragon Sword, and I mean, if that's yes. not a homage to Godzilla, I mean, I don't know what is. And we all know that so. the white the White Ranger beat Scorpion in a fight. Just throwing that out there. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, going going back yeah. to going back to Rampage. Um, that's one of those that in the arcade I remember putting tons of quarters into. Which it's funny. I don't think we brought that one up on our on our arcade podcast, which is hilarious. Now that you're nope. saying it, because I put a lot of quarters in that one. Um, but then the home version of it, I remember because we, I don't, it might've been with you. I don't know if it was with you, Marty, or, or with, uh, one of my other friends, we had the game genie and we played through the entire game. I, I think it was with the game genie. It doesn't matter, but we played through the entire game and I believe at the end, it just says, congratulations on the screen. Yeah. And, and that's it. Yeah. It, yeah. That has like 175 stages or something stupid like that. It was so dumb, and it took so... I mean, it took hours and hours, and then it just says, congratulations. And remember, it didn't have our hometown in it either. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Didn't it have have Chicago twice, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It had all major cities, but there there was like a whole bunch of small towns locally that... uh, Smaller than ours. Yeah. That would pop up and be like, Really? Really? Yeah, and not, it, and not ours. Yeah, that's that's okay. But, you know, it's kind of strange that uh, we would even think about Game Genie because that game had unlimited continues. So, it, And you know what? To be fair, it might have been just continuous that we did. I just remember playing all the way through it, which is ridiculous. And I don't know how, big, how long the arcade version is, but that's a lot of quarters, <sighs> man. Man. And that's probably hundreds of bucks. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know if the arcade version actually has an end. It may just be a, a Pac-Man says, situation. It says congratulations, but guess what? They've already rebuilt the entire country. Yep, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, and 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 with the with again kaiju video games, like it's I I really wish there were more. I mean, you know, we were t- we touched on the Power Rangers. There were some Power Rangers video games that were less than satisfactory, to be honest. But that was kind of I don't know. At that time, things just got really cookie cutter with those kinds of games because it was all like tournament fighters and just it was just yeah. weird. or the the uh, the side scrollers that were just really bad. 
because the, the, the problem the problem making games like that because I kind of thought about that you know what if they had a, like a kaiju MMO and, but you know if they suddenly made something like that they, they there do. would be all there would be all kinds of scaling problems because you'd have the hardcore gamers that you know they go with their normal exploits and uh, they'll it there becomes a, it turns into a leveling issue versus uh you know, skill tree builds, you know, something. Something's going to cap and that's going to make the game less attractive. Oh, yeah. If they were to or, it's gonna, or it's going to be a problem that I think some of the kaiju movies have and the video game is you're going to be playing a human and the kaiju will be the villains. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to be the focus of the game. You know, because really, if you break it down and go and you talk about Ultraman, Godzilla, all of these different characters and you look at what their movies are about, and you say, okay, let's translate that to any kind of a video game slash board game. About what that, you know, it's it's Godzilla versus, you know, Megalon or whatever. So that's a straight-up fighting game. There's not really much you can do to make that an RPG or a sim or anything like that to where you'd have any kind of control of the actual kaiju. Well, you can do those, and you play the 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 army or something like that but that that's kind of a limited video game and a lot of kaiju fans are like that's not what i want i want to control godzilla i want to i want to make my own kaiju and that again just falls down to fighting i think it would work i think it would work better as a board game if they were to make any kind of game on it king of tokyo on the other hand apocalypse yeah there's a few if you if you make if you can design it say closer to something like uh World of Warships. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I've done. Ray, I don't know if you've ever played that. Right, I don't think yep. Matthew has. That could potentially work as a uh, something similar to that. You know, something uh, a little bit more balanced. Yeah, I've not played King of Tokyo, but I have played Monster Apocalypse. Um, I think it's Monster Apocalypse. Anyway, but with the, that board game, it's not you don't play Godzilla. They they don't have any of the rights, any of the name, but they have oh, just a bunch of different. But but monsters. there's basically a Godzilla. There's basically a King yeah, Kong. Yeah, uh, and the thing that I think they probably call, the call him is, Kong King and Zilla God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's collectible. So you buy a uh, a box, and you open that box up, and you'll get pieces to monsters and stuff to play. And you can get like buildings and all the other stuff, but oh. then it is you play your monster, you build your monster out of those collectible, and I think it's four to six players. So we're gonna be playing our own monster. It's it's a fun game, and the miniatures are really cool. I just think the the collector aspect of it really hurts it because. And you're talking uh, more from a, you're talking more from a board game, not a video game standpoint. Correct, right? correct. You know, this yeah. is a board game. Yeah, yeah. Cause cause I it, it 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 has that. Uh, so, you know, when you're talking about like uh, the World of Warships or any of the world of uh, video games would fit a kaiju. I think you're right. I think, but board games, I think, do it a little bit better than the video games do. Yeah. Well, the, the so. problem is the problem with gaming, especially in this day and age, and I don't mean to get too far off topic here, but uh, the problem with gaming is it turns into a question of paywall at some point. You know, do you, yeah. do, uh, do you either pay to get the better upgrades, the better unlocks, or do you, you know, World of Warcraft style it up to level 90, and then anybody that comes walking in fresh out of the street gets the rear hand at them every time they sign on. That's why I think, world, like, a World of Warship style game and uh, balancing 
Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Would be better yeah, for a tiers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah and, and, you, you and break I would it down play to it. tiers, and then you only, when you go into combat, you only have, a, depending on how many tiers, the different games are either plus one or plus two. So if you're in a tier two, you're not going to see a tier 10 that's going to just obliterate you as soon as it even sees you. Yeah. So yeah. Little yeah. question, little question for the listeners there. I mean, would you rather see like to see a kaiju board game or a kaiju video game? And if you were to like uh, a, like that of that style, yeah. If you would like to kind of see one designed, what would you like to see? I mean, I think it's a very worthy question because hmm. again, I think it's really underrepresented in hmm. you know today's popular culture. Hmm. Just my thought. It is maybe that uh, could be uh, a project of ours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just on the Wikipedia up here as we're just talking, as I'm scrolling through, pulling up references. But yeah, when you get to the video game section, there's quite a few video games that's on the Wikipedia, and I know Wikipedia is not the end all, grabs everything. But then you scroll down to board games, and they have six. Hmm. And I'm well, just on Kaiju. I'm not on Godzilla, I'm on Kaiju, and it's six. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's there's so. plenty of video games out there, but so much of it is just so terrible. Yeah, and even and yeah. even some of these reviewers out there, like angry video game nerd, he goes to like five or six of them, talks about how terrible they are. You know, it's no matter how many you know pitches they throw us, it always winds up popping just short of the home run line. I, I I think they get thrown out at first or strike out, but I mean it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> they they bunt with two strikes and it goes foul. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, I, I, I want to close the video game thing unless somebody else has uh, something else to say. Um, there is an app that I've been using lately. Well, lately, it's been a few months since I've popped it up, but it's a, it's a video game. It's called Godzilla Defense Force. It is not, again, it's not good, um, but it's, it's a tapper, which I'm not a big fan of those, but I'm, I did like this one. But again, I liked it specifically because it's Godzilla. You like collect cards and there's there's different aspects to it. Again, it's it's one of those... I've got 10 minutes of time to waste, pop it open, work through some stuff. You do upgrade, you, you can, you eventually do like a time warp thing. And, and when you do that, you start off at the very beginning again, but you get these points that allow you to buy these better cards. And it's just, again, it's a, it's a, it's a waste of time, but Is it's it one of those phone apps that you're talking about. Yeah. It's a phone app. But I, oh, I I know. Yep. No, 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 you're cool. I mean, more power to you. And I mean, it, it, it's just it seems like you want. It seems like stuff like that is so cookie cutter these days. And oh I, no, it, this I, one definitely is. I would love to see something truly unique. You know, I'm always looking for something unique. But uh, yeah, I mean, but again, it's fun and enjoyable. More power to you. It, it just seems like I've I don't really. I can't really think of anything unique for kaijus with the exception of, you know, the Godzilla NES game. You know, I haven't seen anything quite unique like that in the years since. I mean, heck, even the Power Ranger games were a little kind of weird looking. They were, that, that's what I'm saying. They came out at the wrong time is what it was. Like yeah. everything, everything was kind of cookie cutter. Like the moves were all the same. They just had different skins on them, essentially. So, it, it yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. But yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the uh, newest movies yet. I mean, the last time that Godzilla came up was they were talking about Godzilla two thousand or something like that. It was like the real late nineties. I was working in a video arcade at the time, and I had zero interest in it because they 
they're really marketing the heck out of that thing. And when you see that much marketing coming in towards a movie like that, it's historically been a bad sign for me. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that's just what I've kind of seen over the years. So you haven't seen Godzilla Final Wars yet then? Nope. You should. And it's a, a lot Gigan of fun. As a fan, you have to watch you, yeah. Godzilla Final Wars. All right, all right. Yeah. It I, is I, probably... It's it, it has some really cheesy stuff in it, but I think it has the best representation of Gigan in that movie. I would agree. So, okay. And there's a soundbite that after we I want to talk about. That's Just give me a link later, okay? Uh, I'll make sure I'll make sure I take a look at it. Yeah, it's okay. it's really good. Gigan, rise! Closing on closing on the uh, video game topic. Um, so let's kind of fast forward a little bit to current day. And I know Marty was just saying he doesn't have a whole lot on this one, um, but current current films, right? So you've got Godzilla. Uh, was it Godzilla? The second one King. is what King of Monsters. Monsters. Uh, you have yep. King Kong, or is it just Kong, Kong of Skull? Or it's it's. Uh... Kong Skull, Skull Island. Yep, Kong Skull yeah. Island. And then most recently, you have Godzilla versus Kong. And so they, they're they not recreating the genre. It's not like a revamp totally. Um, a lot of it, you know, there's a lot of similarities between them. Uh, the difference is with uh, Kong and Godzilla, and I'm just, this is the spoiler alert part, okay? They don't kill them. That's the big difference in the initial films. Because if I remember correctly, in both of the originals, they kill them. That, yeah, the, Godzilla, human, that's the, the end kill of them. the original Godzilla. Um, and so does Kong. Yeah, every every I think almost every Kong movie except for Skull Island, he dies yep. in. Um, so, yeah. So, with Godzilla, I mean... it. And, and we're gonna. this is probably going to be more of a critique than anything else. I will say I've enjoyed all of the movies. But again, for me, it is more of a, it's, it's Godzilla, it's King Kong. I really enjoy them. Uh, it's nostalgic. I may have said this before, but I have an uncle uh, that shared, we shared the same birthday. I was born on his 21st birthday and sadly he passed away uh, at 37. Uh, and I was, you know, I was still a kid at the time. Um, but him and I used to talk about like sci-fi monster movies, all of those things. So uh, whenever I watch one of these movies, I, I, you know, I, I imagine my uncle sitting next to me watching it and then, you know, talking crap about it afterwards. So there is a special thing with that. Uh, but with, I, I have enjoyed the movies overall, although I just wish they'd take about 90% of the human aspect out of them and just let monsters destroy monsters, you know. It's kind of like it? it's kind of like Pacific Rim, which that's that's a kaiju flick, right? You know, yep. just I just want to see giant robot mechas beating up giant monsters. I don't care about all this human stuff. Like just just let them just I, it could be two hours straight. It could be like, hey, there's these bad monsters. Hey, we have these mechas, and then they fight, and then who cares who wins because it's just fun to watch. Is that kind of what they do with the newer movie? There's less focus on the human characters. No. Yes, which, oh yeah, which is why I wanted to bring it up. Why I don't understand. Why I don't don't understand why you didn't really enjoy it because the story arc of the human characters in the new one is so tacked on and not even like given a second thought, and is used as like a thirty minute propellant to bring out the twist at the end of the movie. That you know most of it is spent on building Godzilla and 
King Kong and what they're doing. But well, it, it, but it, it, they but they okay. And again, I'm not trying to spoil the movie, okay? Because this one just came out a few weeks ago, so we're not going to try to spoil this one, right? But I but again, we're going to talk about feelings about it, right? And 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 perceptions about it. I feel like this movie essentially, even though again, I'll say I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the monster fighting parts of it. Is the Lord of the Rings? There's an awful lot of walking. <laughs> And I noticed, I, and, and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to trim that silence down because people aren't disagreeing with me. Right. Well, the, the, actually, I do disagree. There's actually very little walking. Oh, it's flo- um, oh, sorry, floating. <laughs> yeah, that that it will give you, but it's there. Also, there's kaiju stuff going on during that floating. Uh huh. Well, from what from what I understand, because I personally haven't seen the movie yet, but from what Seems I understand, yeah, from what I understand, though, it it. It represented a positive shift in that particular movie genre recently, because that's what people want to see. They want to see the monsters beating on each other. They don't care mm-hmm. about the human backstory. Oh, yeah. And yep. uh, you know, it just seems to be uh, a well, a well-timed, well-appreciated shift in movie culture right now. You know, let's stop worrying about human melodrama and just. Get to the whole monsters trashing each other, robots trash trashing each other. It's one thing that the Transformers kind of got wrong is focusing in on the human characters. Yeah, you know it's and and, and I say that should... with a little with a little bit of torn feelings, but because uh, I was actually a fan of uh, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, the third the third the fantastic thing. album, great album, probably the best one they put out. Thank you. Thank horrible, you. horrible movie. <laughs> I, we we know that you have like this kind of strange man crush on Patrick Dempsey, so it's it's fine, man. He has beautiful no, I mean, eyes. I mean, it's just true. What up, man? It's, it's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, this uh, trend will continue where we're really focusing on the intended content for yeah. these new movie stories coming out. And the, the fandom seems to be responding really well. I do follow a lot of uh, uh, nerds, flick-style individuals on the net, and it seems to be very well received in the fan and the mediums right now. So, And here's my thing. Did I say I didn't enjoy it? I did enjoy it. It's just any part of it that's the human aspect, for the most part, is just annoying to me at this point. Oh, no, that I will agree on. And But at the same time as what Marty's saying, I think this this last one – is a huge step because for my man Ghidorah being in the second one, King of Monsters, that movie has very little monster action until the that, very that end. Movie, yeah, yeah, that movie is a movie about walking in a plane <laughs> around, the world. A plane around the world. Um, yeah, it's it's Godzilla shows up in that movie, and then it's all about Greenpeace. You know, releasing all the kaiju, but you don't see them do anything except for on a couple of video screens. They go to Antarctica, they release another one, and there's like, oh no, it's a big giant storm. We're going to use a weapon. Oh, that didn't work. We suck. You know. Well, and guys, and it, it's another thirty minutes. Yeah. I'm sorry to keep bringing this up, but this is why I like the Godzilla NES came so much because the antagonists are the people from Planet X, and what do they do? They get a big army. Of space monsters, and they just 
throw them Man, at uh, the Earthlings. You haven't watched Godzilla Final Wars. You need to watch Why? Godzilla Final Wars. Everything. And, okay. and and because you haven't seen it, I'm not going to talk about it too much, except for one yeah. part. Except for one part where they prove once and for all that the the revamped Godzilla with Matthew, Matthew Broderick and all of them. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. so he is included in Godzilla uh, Final Wars. That got that Z- they call him Zilla, and yeah. he dies in about three seconds. <laughs> yep, it's not even a competition. It's like boom, dead. I yep. loved it. Yep, but yeah, definitely see that one. So we'll go ahead and uh, kind of start winding this thing down because Kai, you know, a lot of these topics that we we talk about here on the Game Files podcast, we can talk about forever. I would love at some point. To, to do kind of a, I mean, I would almost say like a live feed of us just talking baloney about geeky type topics because we we do this all the time and it's a, it's a lot of fun. And I hope you guys enjoy it too. So we'll kind of start closing this one down and just talk about, fa- we'll do a, fa- a final favorite, okay? So a favorite moment in a kaiju it could be a movie, it could be a video game, it could be anything kaiju related. And I know I'm kind of that's kind of a weird one. I see some furrowed brows on this one because there is a yeah. lot of things to choose from. But start us off, Matthew. Okay. Apparently I'm gonna have to start with myself. Um my favorite movie moment, or and it's gonna be it is gonna be a movie moment, is it goes back to uh Godzilla versus Megalon. And it is, it's so bizarre. And he's done this in other movies as well. But when I was a kid, I loved it when Godzilla would do the whole like charging bull thing where he'd go, he'd, he'd step back and then he'd kind of scratch his feet on the ground and then start running really fast and then jump and go feet first with his tail dragging on the ground. And he only does that once. He, I, I think he does it twice. I think he does it twice I in that movie. In the Me- I think he's only in Megalon. Oh, okay. Well, but yeah, but, I know what you're talking about. But he and, yeah. he and he kicks him, and it's just it's hilarious. And and I'm like, when I was a little kid, I remember being like, "Yeah, get him, Godzilla." But yeah, that was a as as weird as a silly little moment it was. I even today, if I, when I because I do occasionally. I mean, it's probably been a couple of years, but. Um, I'll, I'll pop in, not on VHS, because that guy, that's a whole other story, because that VHS got taped over by Dog City, the Jim Henson TV movie, and I'm still frustrated about that. You could have used any other tape. You have a lot you, of stuff that gets recorded um, over, taped Amanda, over, saved over. Amanda, you could have used any other tape, but you didn't. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's my that's my favorite that's moment, just, as silly like as it is. Spice Girls all over again. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> All right, so uh, that is mine. So, any of you guys want to jump in on this one? Uh, mine's probably from a fairly recent, not recent now, but uh, Shin Godzilla, uh, the reboot of Godzilla. Uh, he starts off in the movie is not Godzilla, and he slowly evolves. And then there's just a scene where he finally raises up, and he's the full blown Shin Godzilla. And I just thought that that was just a great. Just a great way it was shot, and just the way he raises up, and then gives the you know the Godzilla roar. And I was like, wow, that's that that's pretty cool. That's something they haven't done in the other ones. And I really kind of inside get a little bit of a cheer when he did that, even though he is a full blown in that movie. Um, and then he just starts wrecking face. So 
really I thought when they with that movie I thought they were headed in the right direction. Uh, I just realized there's like four more movies after that, so I have to get myself caught up to see what they do with this new Godzilla. But just that reboot after, you know, again, Godzilla's gone through those phases where it's, uh, Toho had it for a while, and then they, well, they've had it all this time, but they had one director who did it, and then a different group came in and kind of changed the way it felt. And they've done this four times now, and Shin Godzilla is the, see the fourth or the fifth time where they've rebooted, and they're starting over to give it a new direction and a new feel. And, I finally got to watch that. I was like, okay, this is cool. This is really cool. Um, and he goes from being like this, I don't even know, like a lizard creature, just barely through the city. And they hit him a few times and all that. And then he finally raises up and he's the full-blown Godzilla. I, that was probably my one of my favorite. And that's a fairly new one. but That's cool. And and yeah. that's actually one that I haven't, I've seen clips of, but I haven't actually watched it in its entirety Dude, I. That that is one that when I saw the advertisements for, I was like, "Oh, I want to see this in theaters." And it didn't get an American release. It was only released in Japan. It is on Amazon Prime for rent. I I paid the eight bucks to see it, and I thought it was worth eight bucks. I so I would have paid sixteen to see it in theaters, and probably gone to see it two or three times. And so. and and just as a heads up, and you know, I guess you could say related to unrelated to uh, this cast. Um, I am going to work on finishing more of my basement, and uh, I have been given somewhat of a go-ahead that on the one, the big wall on the one side, that once I finish that guy, I am probably going to have a projector, so we are going to start doing movies that way when that gets done. So cool. just throwing that out there, oh. so we could probably watch some of yep. these at least at a bigger scale. Yep. Um, apparently, no, the Godzillas after Shin Godzilla, now that I actually look at them, are the three Netflix Godzillas. Oh, okay, so I have fair, seen fair. all the current ones. Yeah. All right, cool. So, no. Marty, what is your favorite gods? Well, we're saying Godzilla, but kaiju moment. Well, the problem is, is I, you know, nice thing about after, after doing this podcast, I'm willing to give the genre another look. It's not that I dislike the genre. I really don't. I just I historically have never been that interested in getting involved with it, and I'll tell you why. You know, the over the years, well, first of all, we don't, we've never had a huge uh, American following in the particular genre. And the attempts that we've seen thus far have kind of fallen a little flat. You know, going back to referencing the, you know, the over-marketed, over-hyped disappointment of the, mo- of, of the movie called Godzilla back in, you know, the late 90s, 2000 or whatever. And then, uh, you know, every time I look at a kaiju movie, I think of Jurassic Park. Yeah, and and I can't get past the CGI, or you know, I think of King Kong with Jack Black and all those quotes about yeah. having to, having to finish the film for them, man. And it just kind of goes through my head over and over again. But thanks to the recommendations uh, that uh, Radis provided, you know, I'd like to give it another look. Um, and just when it comes to uh, Japanese medium entertainment, you know, I've always been more of an anime guy or sci-fi kind of guy, you know, I've just never been, well, I mean, granted Godzilla does fall into that sci-fi genre. It's just never been a avenue that I've really looked at historically. So again, I'm, I'm going to have to give another look. And I would encourage the listeners, if you've never really given this particular topic a look, I do think it's the arrow is pointing upwards on this I'd particular... Because, again, because we're getting away from the human backstory, and King Kong was loaded with that, you know, as far as, uh, you know, that Jack Black movie from, uh, God, what year was that, Raiders? 
Mm, I don't remember. A while uh, ago, but not long enough. Yeah, early 2000s, <laughs> I want to say. Yeah, but, you know, the entire movie genre has been tainted with stuff like that over the years that, you know, I'm thinking more of, like, silly human backstory and I'm thinking about the monsters and their characters, you know, the the true focal points of the movie itself, you know, or what it should be. So, you know, what was that movie they they, they really recommending about Guy Gondian? What was that called? Final Wars. Final Wars. Yeah, so... Give that one... You know, and, and, and for all the listeners, like... That's actually probably a good one to get started on if you want to watch the old style. I I know you're wincing right now, but the reason I say that yeah. is because there's so there's so many monster movies, and that one kind of encompasses the the majority of them as far as the villains. And then you can always go back and and watch some of the the other ones because there's so the reason is there's so many movies. Okay. That it's okay, exceedingly well, I, difficult see, to catch up on. But for that, I'd one. almost recommend SOS as a starting movie, which is the one before it. Okay, well, that, that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's what I wanted to get to. Okay, guys, make a recommendation to people like me and the audience out there. If you want to get into kaiju, give me two starting points. <laughs> like, dead silence. Okay, um, I'll have to give you... So, well, so I'll give you two. I'll give you two, but then for you, there's a third one. So, Tokyo SOS... I, um, I agree with that. Three movie, yep. Um, and it kind of will give you just kind of a hint of everything from all the old school. It's got Mothra. It's got Mechagodzilla. It's got Godzilla. It's got the twins. So it's going to give you a little bit of everything. You can watch that movie and kind of just it hit a lot of the high points from the best movies. So and in one movie, so it's a good spot to start. Um, outside of that, either Destroy All Monsters from '68 is a fantastic one. That is again, a good one. Just adds a ton of monsters. So those would be the two. For just people in general, for you, Jeff, um, either one of those are great. But for you, it's still going to be Final Wars, just because you're a Gigon fan. And I want just I want you to see the alien version of you cheer on your favorite kaiju. Okay, well, you know, it's it's so true. And I want that soundbite on this podcast. That's funny. It's, it's, it's strange to me that uh, you recommend it to me, but not the audience. Well, we we, uh, we, okay, we want the audience to the watch Final it as War- well, but but they can watch the other ones first and then this one. Final. So Final Wars isn't the best kaiju movie. No, it's not. Um, it, it, it it does a lot of weird other things and introduces some extra stuff for the defense force. So if you're just wanting a good kaiju movie, it's SOS. But the reason I say you have to watch it is because it has the best representation of Gigon in it. And uh, I think you will appreciate a lot of the weird things that Final Wars does. And then the main American actor, who apparently was either not in MMA, but he was some kind of a world-renowned fighter that didn't do well. So that they <laughs> threw him into that movie. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I don't think Final Wars is probably not the best kaiju movie. But like I said, just for what they do with Gigon through that movie, I think you'll love it. Yeah. Duly noted. Matthew, what, what do you got? <laughs> what do I got for what? For the first, the the, the introductions? Yeah. I, I Honestly, I agree pretty much 100% with Raidus. Once he said the SOS, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that one for sure. But I will also throw out there, like, there's, you know, it, it's not a it's not a hard reboot. 
right? Or I'm sorry, it is a hard reboot. Um, but the the new Godzilla movies and and Kong movies, they are enjoyable. You know, even if you don't like the human aspect of it, the movies themselves are enjoyable. The parts where the monsters are in it are great. Um, mm-hmm. Godzilla is a beast, and I love the two the two mutos that he fights in the in the first one, and like which is awesome, especially how he takes out one of them, and I'm not really going to go into too much detail on that. But I, that's a good start. But also, if you want to take a different turn on this, and you already know who Godzilla is, right, which most people should, the Godzilla animes on Netflix are phenomenal. And there's three of them. It's parts one, two, and three. It's a continuous story. And even though they, they ruined King Ghidorah for Raidus, and it is yep. it is weird what they did with them. It's really really weird. I enjoyed the entire him, series, but but but, yeah. but, I, but I'm saying is I enjoyed the entire series. I I like the take they had on Mechagodzilla, which was so bizarre, but I loved it. It was to me it was great. And even the the initial one where they're and, and I mean this is kind of a spoiler. No, I'm not going to spoil it. This one I'm not going to spoil for you. Um, but okay. but we'll just say that. Um, there's a hooray moment, and then there's after that hooray moment, there's a oh no moment. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so it's it is it a was, lot of fun. It's kind of funny that this particular genre is one is unique in the regards that, for the most part, people won't care about continuity. No, you <laughs> don't have to. Movie. You know, it's just like you know when you say things like reboots. I mean, does it even really matter in this genre? Not, not really. I mean, I'm just saying the distinction because the the new movies the, the are a reboot. It's a total reboot. Um, there might be some, you know. I, I mean, obviously there's characters and you know Godzilla is in both of them and all of them, you know. But it's just it, it it's for me it is a continuous story after that. So that's why I'm specifically saying like, hey, it's a reboot. Start from here, kind of thing. But yeah, it is a lot of fun, and you should check it out. And if you haven't. Listeners, you should check them out, too. And uh, let's uh, get a petition going to get that video game in this country so that I can buy it for <laughs> not $200. Um, but, you said it was 183 That's not 200 But, yeah, so so in, in closing on the topic, Kaiju, you know, and we and we might revisit this down the road because there's, you know, after the, the uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is out for a while and we don't mind spoiling it. Or maybe we could. That could actually be a movie night. Eggs. We could do a movie night on one of the movies. That be that might be fun. Yeah, but because they're all on HBO. Yep, but um, I would just say uh, the the kaiju kaiju movies are fun. They you don't have to put a lot of uh, energy into them. You know, they're again, it's monsters destroying city and humans destroying monsters or monsters destroying monsters or robots destroying monsters. Monster, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's straightforward. It's, you don't take a lot of brain power to watch it, and sometimes those are the best movies because sometimes I just want to sit down, veg out, not think too much, and those are great movies for that. So um, we'll go ahead and uh, do plugs here real quick. So, Marty, plug your channel. Well, uh, in the spirit of this uh, particular topic, again, with Mad Respect TV, one of the things that I do try to do is uh, casual review on video games. I try to seek out... Uh, Games that are not necessarily the most mainstream in the world. Try to find new gems and games that I haven't really heard of. So I've been doing a little bit of that. I also do uh, a few other screwy topics and uh, product <laughs> reviews. Um, 
And on top of that, I do a little bit of work with the Game Files podcast, trying to do a little bit more with Twitter. Now that the Game Files podcast is kind of up on there, too. Thank you, Radis, for that. And uh, trying to get the trying to get the uh, uh, media uh, footprint out there a little bit, along with Drakkar, Ryan Meter's game. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get that up and running. Hopefully they'll be able to pump up really soon. Uh Radius, you got anything, or are you working as always? No, he's he's got stuff down because you got to plug this channel all the ways you can get a hold of us. Oh, yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, yeah, just working, but I have started working more uh, getting the, the Game Files podcast, social media stuff up and running. Um, we are at the Game Files PC on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can always get a hold of us through email at thegamefilespodcast at gmail.com. And currently, as of last night, our new public Facebook group is live and up and running, the Game Files podcast uh, Facebook group. It is public, so anyone can join in there to be a part of the chats and discussions. Um, for the listeners out there that are currently in the original Game Files podcast, which was a private group by accident, um, those links and invites should be out to you. If you did not get one, feel free to look it up or hit me and Matthew up, so make sure we get our invite out so we don't lose anybody or leave anybody behind. Other than that, we do also have a MeWe page. There's not much going on there right now, um, but that is hopefully my next project in the next month or so to get that up and running and stuff on it. So you can pretty much find us on any of the major uh, social media platforms. Cool. And then uh, I will just do a, a couple of quick plugs. Uh, we got Retro Retro Retro. It's a podcast. Our friend Raven J, who unfortunately couldn't make it tonight, uh, but we'll get him on another one down the road. Uh, retro topics, obviously, um, they are very entertaining, very enjoyable. So check those out. Uh, we also got the Saturday Night Freak Show. Uh, for, uh, it's Colin and the gang. They uh, review a movie every Saturday. Uh, most of them are kind. Of, well, a lot of them are recognizable. Mostly a little older. Some of them are offbeat, but uh, there are uh, critics in their own right. And I've learned a lot. I've actually learned a lot uh, listening to their podcast. Um, and then just, uh, yeah, like Rada said, make sure that you are, you know, the whole like, subscribe, share, that kind of thing. If you like what you hear, share it with your friends. Um, we are planning on doing some, some different things coming up. Uh, we, we are going to have, uh, we were talking about doing some possibly live podcasts uh, to kind of spice things up a little bit. And we've got some ideas on there. Um, and if you have any ideas on something you might like uh, to, to us to talk about, by all means, let us know on one, on the social media. You can shoot us the email, and we would love to hear from you. Um, so, again, this is uh, Matthew from the Game Files Podcast. I'd like to thank Radis for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be here as always. I'm looking forward to even more of these. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Mad Marty, thanks for joining us again, buddy. Glad to be here as well. All right. And this has been the Game Files Podcast. You all have a good night. Take care. Peace. I was just thinking about Preston. I hope to God he protected those rolls of film.